the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Healing Word Program is a ministry of the Largo Community Church, where Christ is honored and people are loved. You're invited to join us in worship via live streaming this Sunday morning at either 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock. Visit LargoCC.org and click on Watch Live. Now there is healing in Thanksgiving. Friend, you're alive, you're breathing, you have a home, you have a church. We need to get on our knees and start enumerating. There's a song we sing, count your blessings, name them one by one. We are a blessed people. Welcome to the Healing Word Ministry and Happy Thanksgiving. We hope that your day has been filled with blessings from God and from family, whether you're together in person or virtually. Pastor Jack Morris is here to bring a message of healing and hope. So let's go experience together the healing power of Thanksgiving. There was a man thinking of family, a man, elderly man in Phoenix, Arizona, who called his son in New York and said to his son, son, I don't want to ruin your day, but you and, but your mother and I are getting a divorce. Well, the boy, the young man was flabbergasted. He couldn't believe it. The, the dad said, 45 years of misery is enough, and enough is enough. We are sick of each other. Call your sister in Chicago and tell her. Well, no sooner than the dad hung up the phone, the young man called his sister in Chicago and said, Mom and Dad are getting a divorce. Well, she became almost irate, and in the phone she says, They are not. You better turn me down a little bit because I'm getting excited. (laughs) They are not going to get a divorce. Leave it to me. I'm going to take care of this situation. So the daughter called her dad in Phoenix. And she said, Dad, you and Mom are not, and she emphasized the word not, are not going to get a divorce. Do you hear me? She said, don't do a thing. Your brother and I will be there tomorrow. Do you hear me? Don't do a thing until we get there. The dad said, okay. And he hung up the phone and then he turned to his wife and said, honey, the kids are coming for Thanksgiving. (laughs) And he said, they're paying their own airfare. What we don't do to get the family together. (laughs) Well, our mind and our thoughts are naturally drawn to Thanksgiving and expressions of gratitude because Thanksgiving is only just a few days away. But we love the Lord. We know he loves us. And he has kept us all these years. And we belong to him. Our thoughts are just naturally drawn to thanksgiving, but I pray the Holy Spirit will help us to always remember to thank God for all of his many, many blessings 
to us. Now I want to go into the message and I want to tell you a story about the practice of thanksgiving and how it brings healing. Now I, I want you to think about it with me today as I, as I talk because God wants to do beautiful things in your life, in your body, in your soul. And the practice of thanksgiving brings healing. Healing. There was a minister, the Reverend Dr. Steiger, had a nervous breakdown. He was a seminary professor when he had good health, but he had a mental breakdown. It was sad. He later described it as months of Thick darkness in his brain, in his mind. He said it was just a thick gloom and there was nothing he could do to lift it and get it out. He said, I lived in despondency. You know, depression is a very hard and serious thing. And uh, a Christian friend visited him one day. Thank God for Christian friends. A Christian friend visited him one day and suggested that he think of somebody who blessed him during his life. Anybody. Think of somebody that, that was good to you and blessed you and write him a little note of thanks. He said, God will help you to do this, the friend told Reverend Steiger. God will help you to do this. And so after a little while, maybe a day or two or three, it stayed in his mind. I, I need to think of somebody. And he thought of an old school teacher when he was in elementary school that what he says gave to him the gift of inspiration. And he decided to write her a note, which he did. And he thanked her. Well, she immediately responded. And I'm going to read to you her response to him. This is what she said. Now, his name was William Steiger. And she called him by his boyhood name because she said, that's how I remember you as a a small boy in my classroom. And she writes back. She said, Dear Willie, when I received your letter, I was blinded by tears. I remember you as a boy, and I think of you now as I see you as a little fellow in my class. You have warmed my old heart. I taught school for 50 years. Yours is the first letter of thanks I ever received from a student, and I shall cherish it until the day I die. You know, it's a good thing to give thanks to the Lord, but also to one another. You know, that might be a nice exercise for all of us to think about during Thanksgiving, to make a phone call or write a note and say, you blessed me. You you were a help to me. Well, Reverend Stagger said when he got that letter back from that elderly lady, said it was written with a shaky hand, but he could read it. He said, a ray of sunshine came into my mind. He said, I wasn't cured, but he said, for months, months, I lived with a thick, a thick darkness that I couldn't just, like, tar couldn't move it away from my mind and he said a little ray of sunshine came into my mind and he thought I'm going to write another letter I'm going to think of somebody else and he wrote another and he wrote another three or four and he did get a response and he said after a period of time 
what no one else could do for him, not even medical science. He said, just saying thank you to somebody that blessed my life brought some sunshine into my mind. And he said the gloom eventually all went away. Now, this is what he said. He said, there were times since then that that depression tried to come back on me again. That's the one thing. Depression is evil. It is diabolical. It, 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 it's physical, but I, I believe there's, there's something behind it uh, that we just don't understand. But he said every time that depression would try to come back, and it does try to come back, he said, I would get out those old letters that I had copies that I would read them, and he said that would go away again. Now, there is healing in thanksgiving. Friend, you're alive, you're breathing, you have a home, you have a church. We need to get on our knees and start enumerating. There's a song we sing, count your blessings, name them one by one. We are a blessed people. Indeed, we are. Aren't you blessed today? Yes. My, how, how blessed and how wonderful we are, how God has blessed us. Now, if you have your, your bulletin, or just take the Bible, or look at the, the call to worship. You see all those words underlined? That is just simply my outline. I started through reading that passage of Scripture, and I saw those words, and uh, I thought, that's my outline. That's my sermon outline. I'm just going to take those words and talk about each one of them in that first and second verse. It says, begins, praise the Lord. Why? How good it is to sing praises to our God. It's a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord. Remember singing that a moment ago? Well, then why don't you thank him if it's such a good thing? Oh, my, I shouldn't have said that one. <laughs> Let's give praise to the Lord and give thanks to the Lord. It's a good thing. We hope that today's message is a blessing and is building your faith in God. We will return for the conclusion following an invitation for you to learn more about the Largo Community Church by visiting our website, largocc.org. There, you'll find links to all the ministries the church has to offer, including Sunday school, men's and women's fellowships, small groups, youth ministries, and many more. There's also a link for you to join our live worship services every Sunday morning at 9 and 11 o'clock and a donation tab where you can partner with us in reaching the metropolitan area with the Healing Word Ministry. We invite you to visit LargoCC.org and get involved in our dynamic and growing ministry, the Largo Community Church, where Christ is honored and people are loved. Now, let's return to the conclusion of today's message. The healing power of thanksgiving. There was a, a man, an immigrant, that came to our country years ago. And uh, he started a little business and it was rather successful. His son graduated from college, passed his CPA with flying killers, and then came home to visit his parents. And he began to look over how his dad administered the little business that he had. He began to check the books, and he said, Dad, now this, this, this young certified public accountant, he, he, was, he was just so proud of himself. He wanted to show off his education. And he said, Dad, he said, you don't, I checked your books, and you don't know 
how much profit you've made. He said, over in this drawer, you have accounts receivable. Over in this drawer, you have receipts, and you keep all your money in a cash register? He said, Dad, you don't know what you're worth. You don't know how, how much profit you're making or have made. And this is what the dad, the, the elderly immigrant who came to this country from another country said to his son. He said, son, when I came to this country, all I owned was a pair of pants. That's all I owned. He said, now your brother is a doctor. Your sister is an art teacher. You are a CPA. Your mother and I own our home. We have this little business. We have a car. He said, now you add all of that up and subtract the pants. It's all profit. (laughs) Hey, add up what you've got. (laughs) And you'll be thinking holy thoughts and you'll be giving praise to the Lord. So notice it said how good it is to sing praises to God. What's the other word I have underlined? How pleasant it is. I don't know what to say about that. But some of us have not been very pleasant at home with our spouse, with ourselves, because we are just so self-centered and we're not thankful and praise-centered. But friend, you can turn it around if you will. Or you can keep right on complaining and God will let you do whatever you want to do. God will allow you to do that. But it is a pleasant thing. Everybody has a disposition. And that's what pleasant means. Pleasant is the disposition that you have. Pleasant. Praise produces an atmosphere of pleasantness. Friend, do you want to get... Somebody went into somebody's house. They told me the other day. They said they went in and they said... They looked around. They, they felt it. They said, woo there's some conflict going on here. I can feel it. I can feel it. Remember that movie that you, you saw, the, the prayer room? How that when you stepped in the room, you felt a, an atmosphere, and you stepped out, you felt another atmosphere? Friend, you create the atmosphere in your life and in your home, whether it's pleasant or unpleasant. But it is a good thing to sing praises to God. It is pleasant, and what else is it? It is fitting meaning it's the appropriate thing to do. It's the right thing to do. And if you don't do it, you are involved and you are producing and you are continuing wrong in your life and in your family. It's the fitting thing to do. It's the right thing to do. Years ago, I'm going to tell you a story that happened after World War II when food was still scarce. A man by the name of Leslie Weatherhead was in northern England, and uh, a couple there invited him to have dinner with him. The war had just concluded, and as I already said, food was in short supply. But the wife cooked a very delightful dinner. She went to a stream of water and literally caught some trout fish, and she had some vegetables, but she fixed a beautiful dinner, and they, the three of them enjoyed it together. And when they were finished eating, uh, Mr. Uh, Weatherhead 
thanked the wife. And he said, thank you for that delightful meal. And the wife, a little embarrassed, a little bit shy, said this right in front of her husband. She said, my husband never thanks me for a fine meal when I cook it. Never thanks me. And uh, Mr. Weatherhead said that, he said, I was sort of embarrassed because there sat the husband and the wife said that right in front of him. He said, I was a little bit, bit embarrassed, but he said, the husband wasn't embarrassed at all. The husband said to his wife, honey, you know I would have told you if I didn't like that meal. <laughs> We're so quick to say what we don't like and what we don't want. Come on, let's love one another because God is love and he's put love in our hearts. And look at verse 2. What is underlined there? Come on, everybody, look at it. It's in your Bible. There it is on the screen. It builds up. It says the Lord builds up Jerusalem. You and I are the new Jerusalem. We are the Christian Jerusalem. It builds up. The world will tear you down. The world will deplete you. There is enough conflict going on. Sometimes I, I often... Most of the time, I, I suppose, at least the majority of the time, listen to the, the news on the car radio. I read it in the newspaper. I watch it on television. Sometimes I just turn it off. I just think bad news, bad news, bad news, bad news. It's just on and on and on. And I don't want to go around talking bad news. There's enough people talking bad news. Well, so many bad things that are going on. And, and conflict, and even in, inside us, in our mind, the conflict... It, it depletes us of our energy. Really, you, you feel tired? You get up in the morning, and about 15 minutes after your upper half hour, you feel like going lying down again? You're just tired? <laughs> Friend, you're in the wrong place, <laughs> spiritually and emotionally. Come on, praise will build you back up. It will increase those white corpuscles. It will give you a strong immune system Friend, you can turn things around and make life so much better for you. Don't keep pointing at things and saying, we ought to be doing that. That is wrong. Look at your church and say, here are some right things that are going on at my church. Here are some wonderful things that are going on in my family. I even got a raise at at a Christmas bonus last year. I might get another one this year. You know, come on, think some good things. God is here. God is with us. God will bless us. It's Thanksgiving time. All times are Thanksgiving. Troubles and conflicts will deplete us. I know a minister. Well, you know him too. You've heard his name repeatedly. Rick Warren, pastor of Saddleback Church in California. Rick Warren's son, just a a few years ago, about five years ago, committed suicide. A friend, if you've got children, make sure they're at the house of God. You make sure they go other places. You drive them other places. Make sure they get into the house of God, the house of the Lord. Now, this son was a grown man, but he had a mental problem all his life. He was born that way. Rick's son was born that way. And that son committed suicide. Now, that put that pastor, that pastor grieved at his wife over that son but that had made a lot of questions throughout the church. But he grieved. And Rick said, Pastor Warren said, it was the worst year in my life. Yeah, Fred, there, there's going to be some, quote, worst times. They're going to come. 
But you can think of the good times, the good things that have happened. Yeah, I was so sad when my sister was killed in that automobile accident in, in Baltimore. And I grieved. But I turned that thing around and I started saying, thank God she went to heaven. Thank God Jesus died for her. Thank God I'm going to meet her again. Yes, even in worst circumstances, you can think of something to give thanks and to, to God. Because God is always with you and give thanks to him. But Pastor Warren said that was the worst year in my life. All year long, it was a time of grieving. And I can only imagine how that man tried to preach sermons of faith and hope to a congregation when his family was just, just so torn apart with this great tragedy. Now, I'm going to read again what the pastor said. God does not expect us to be thankful for all circumstances, but in all circumstances. I was not thankful my sister was killed. But even in those hard times and sadness, I could be thankful in those circumstances that she is now with Jesus and I can praise the Lord. I'm with her again. She's up there praising the Lord. I'm down here praising the Lord. We're together praising the Lord. I'm going to see her someday again. I can thank God not for what happened, but I can thank God for uh, in those situations, in that circumstances. Listen, God does not expect us to be thankful for all circumstances, but in all circumstances. Listen now, here, here he goes on. Every heartbreak and grief, we, there's a, we can be thankful. God sees all. God sees all I go through. He cares. He can bring good even out of the bad in my life when I give him the pieces. When I give him the pieces. We can keep looking at the broken pieces and complaining about it. But when we give it to him... They're not in your hands, in your heart, in your mind, in your thinking. What's in your heart, your mind, your thinking? Praise and thanksgiving to God. Friend, heal yourself today by taking that first step to the Lord, who is the physician that will ultimately bring the healing and wholeness to you. You know, we reap what we sow. We sow negative. We sow doubt. We sow complaining It'll come back and hit you in the face and you'll have more things to complain about, more things to doubt, more things to talk and point out that's wrong. It's time to look at the right and the right thing to do is to look to him. You sow what you reap. So let's sow praise. Let's sow thanksgiving. Let's sow goodness. Let's sow love. It'll turn right around. Goodness, thanksgiving and love will come back and hit you right in the face. Friend, you're the captain of your own ship. Today, you can make up your mind to be a thankful, thanksgiving person. God is here to bless you. He wants you to reap blessings, and he's here to help you. Do you need healing in your body? You need healing in your thought life? Those thoughts so invasive, they, they keep coming in, coming in. Friend, every time a thought comes in, say, I thank God for saving my soul. Another Negative thought comes in, I thank God I have a church family. Another negative thought, I thank God for his holy word. I thank God for my family. I thank God for my children. Every time a doubt comes in, turn it around. Friend, 
you'll be on the reaping of a great blessing. This will be the most gracious and wonderful Thanksgiving ever. But if you do it all year long, the blessing continues to come all year long and all life long. God is a good God. We trust that the message you just heard, the healing power of Thanksgiving, provided healing and hope as we reflect on God's blessings. And if you have been blessed, we invite you to share your blessing with us by sending an email to contact us at thehealingwordministries.com. The Healing Word is a ministry of the Largo Community Church and exists to grow your faith in God and lead you to a closer walk with Jesus. But we can't do it alone. Will you consider partnering with Pastor Morris today by praying for the ministry? And consider sending a gift to help us in reaching those who are struggling with life's challenges and need hope for tomorrow. You can make your tax-deductible donation in a matter of minutes by visiting our website, largocc.org. Click on The Healing Word and follow the Donations tab to complete your support of this vital ministry. Be sure to tune in to WAVA tomorrow at this same time for another edition of The Healing Word. Until tomorrow, blessings on you.